debating whether this should be a bonus episode or just a full-on episode. I do it as a fallout after the nothing else to cover. You got an episode worth of content. Yeah, yeah, I think so. If, and just covering the. If we were just doing Marvel, that's a bonus app. But like with everything else, it's a full. It's a full one. And with that, I say, welcome to Geeks with Kids, your bi-weekly geeky podcast from a parenting point of view. That wasn't as funny as an intro as normal, but you know, boobs. whatever. I'm sorry, but boobs. Did I fix um, it? You did. <laughs> <laughs> so hot on the heels of San Diego Comic-Con 2019. All the announcements are all done. It's Monday, the day right after it closed. And, you know, we thought we'd come in and react to what I thought were some of the biggest, you know, announcements that were done at SDCC 2019. Hashtag. Yeah, so this is not going to be in any sort of order. And I probably should have introduced you guys, but it's going to be the same guys <laughs> as normal. <laughs> Hi, shows. Matt hey. and uh, Michael. Hey. <laughs> I know that was so energetic. About, yeah, I know. About saying hi to you guys. We've got a lot to cover. That's why we got a lot. Yeah. We've been talking Let's a lot about on. cats. So we, oh. you, know what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what? we're not going to start with that because <sighs> we need, we need Matt to calm down just a little bit, a little weedy, bitty, weedy bit. I'm fine. And let's start, start with one that I know shows is really excited for. And that was the first trailer for Picard. And <sighs> they also announced the next season of short treks, which are the, web episodes that sort of link the series like they do little short side stories uh, for the series so this year we're going to be seeing more of the uh captain pike enterprise and then they have you know a bunch of things that'll bridge um picard to the new timeline and um a bunch of things that are dealing with the discovery crew so did everyone watch this i probably did many times what'd you guys Uh think about it are you guys wait are you guys star trek fans are we, are yes. we talking about short treks? Or are we talking about Picard? No, well, let's go. Let's Picard. go with short treks first. Oh, okay. Let's do that. Um, Picard is a longer, yeah. longer talk. Yeah. Um, I've never watched Discovery. I'll be the first to admit it because we've mm-hmm. sort of had. You're, the, missing, you're missing out. You're missing you out. You know, I it's I don't have cable, so tracking stuff down online is a bit of a chore, especially when I'm work weird, weird hours where it's like I'm home at eleven o'clock. I don't want to go diving yeah. in the web to try to find. <laughs> And Star you don't really Trek. want something heavy after a long day of work. <laughs> yeah. Discovery's yeah. a little bit heavy at times. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, watching these trailers, like watching the, I think it was four or five different teasers they had out for the, the short treks, uh, mm-hmm. knowing nothing about who these people are, knowing nothing about the context of it, I, I was intrigued enough to be like, I kind of want to find out more about this. Yeah. Yeah. So from a completely outside perspective where I know nothing about this other than it's Star Trek, I was intrigued. I'm like, I, I want to check these out. I'd love to know a little bit more about this. It's funny because I, when I watched the second season of the Discovery, I'd interspersely watched the short treks. I didn't watch it all at the beginning like I should have, but I didn't realize how interconnected those would be with the actual. Oh, yeah. Season. Um, and you know, I'm glad I ended up watching them all because it actually brought a lot more to the table. But by the time you finished season two of Discovery, all you wanted, and I think all most people that were fans of that season wanted, was more Captain Pike and more of that crew. And and knowing that we're going to get even just a little bit more, but in in the form of of these short treks, like that's fantastic. Like I would love for them to just get a whole series. Yeah, the people at the the Comic Con and that were giving it a very enthusiastic shout out to the idea of it, and that Kurtzman just replied, "We'll think about it." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got a lot to work on because they're doing Maggie, well, not Maggie Q. Um, what's her name? Michelle. Um, Michelle. Michelle Yao. 
Yeah, yeah, her her show first, so uh-huh. you know. Hopefully, they got a whole bunch of stuff coming out. We got a couple of animated series coming out too for Star Trek. Cool. Yeah, I doubt they're really going to be that invested in that part, right? It's going to be more comedy based, so I don't think it's going to really fit in that universe, or at least not, you know, totally. Yeah. But whatever. Let's go back to the more serious. Let's talk about Picard's trailer. We got the first full trailer, and it showed all of the, not all of them, but a bunch of the cameos that are going to show mm-hmm. up. And, there's a lot to digest. Yeah. Yeah. So big universe to plow through. So, yeah. so for those that don't, um, that didn't follow the comics after, um, they had a sort of this prequel comic to the 2009 Star Trek, uh, movie where they showed that Picard was the emissary. No, he was the ambassador to, um, what was the Romulan homeworld before it blew? Romulus. 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 That makes sense with the Romulans. <laughs> <laughs> so he was the ambassador to the Romulus um, before it blew up, and uh, Data was the captain of the Enterprise. So there was a there, there are a couple things from that that sort of we gleamed in the 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 trailer, especially some mm-hmm. badness that happened to Data, unfortunately. Well, I I think that they are taking this after this Nemesis. after Nemesis. They're not they're ignoring yeah. the comics, but they're it's based off the events of Nemesis. Well, it's it goes, ba- yeah. it, it's based on the still the same timeline with two thousand nine. Yeah. So it does still take place with that. Yeah, with like, the yeah, the O nine Star Trek with yeah 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 with the prequel O nine yeah yes. that stuff. So yeah. Yeah, what do you think? Data's dead. He did. Well, dead. yes and no, because if you watch to the end of the trailer, no, he ain't. Well, that could be well, B nine yeah. before 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 right? Yeah. They had that other date. Before, before was a, he was an earlier prototype of Data that that they had actually found in Nemesis, and mm-hmm. and he ended up getting Data's personality, his his uh, his like, memory engrams, his memory and everything was installed. Yeah, after after yeah. Data died at the end of, of mm-hmm. Nemesis, but without the emotion chip, so he was more Data. Yeah, than, more was, original Data. Than, he was still Data. He wasn't lock and load Data. Yeah, but he was yeah. also a more primitive primitive android. Mm-hmm. So they they didn't know for sure if he was going to be able to take all of Data. Yeah. Um. When they transferred. <laughs> You know, that's how they sort of ended it. I don't know how, you know. Uh, he is fully functional. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. But, um, oh man, that, that trailer though, like it, yeah. it was it was so exciting. Like, first of all, getting Picard back, like obviously seeing Patrick Stewart back in that role is mm-hmm. is sort of a nerd dream come true. Yeah. And, and knowing that he, uh, he was excited to be a part of that. He was part of the whole process. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then once we got to watch sort of, that it's it's not just I, I don't know about you guys, but when I'd heard that this was announced, I I, I started thinking that this is is it going to be a little bit slower? Is it going to be more of like him just sort of sitting around in a vineyard, you know, um, like a melodrama? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know where they were going with it because he's older. Is he is he still going to be on a starship? What's going to mm-hmm. happen? And then right from that trailer, you can see there's a lot of action. I got a I got a it's kind of weird. I got a really strong like Joss Whedon Serenity vibe from it, where it's like. Yeah. Gee, like the leader of the ragtag group and even doing some reading on it, like who the characters are, like they're, they're misfits. Yeah. Like yeah. Clearly is not like a, a Federation sanctioned mission. It's mm-hmm. more, uh, like, we'll give you an old ship and we'll give you a bunch of cast offs, go do what you need to do. And I really, yeah. I kind of dig that sort of space piratey vibe that it's giving off where like, you still have Picard, he's still in charge of a ship, but it's not, you know, formal dress wear Picard doing all his formal stuff. It's like, no, I got to go, I got to go fuck some shit up right now. It may, maybe just for our listeners, we should mention that we we are going to be talking in great detail about these trailers. So if anyone hasn't 
seen them. Like I know for me, when I saw this trailer, there are a few surprises in it. And and when those surprises happened, I nearly lost my mind. Yeah. Who's the other cameo in it? I can't even remember. Seven. Well, Jerry, seven Jerry of, Ryan. Yeah, seven of nine. Seven of nine. Right. Was, and, the, and, was the Admiral that Picard was talking to someone we recognized? Because I it was such a fast glimpse that I didn't... It, it was, but I don't know why. Like, I, 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 like oh, I recognized the... Actress, the performer, but I didn't. It didn't yeah. clue as to who it was. Yeah, like we're, yeah. we're getting, like we're getting Jerry Ryan, we're getting Brent Spiner, uh, yeah. Jonathan Frakes, and and Marina Sirtis are going to be back. They've they've yeah, already announced. They, so they're, they're, I know Lamar Burns got a shoe. He's got to show up somehow. You know, Burton, Lamar Burton somehow. and and Michael Dorn are going to show up. Yeah, in yeah. some way. Michael Dorn's wanted nothing more than to have a Wharf TV show, so he wants back in that makeup. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. That would be for awesome sure. if he could come back. Oh, even for a little bit. I would right? love to see what's going on with Wharf at this point in his life. <laughs> yeah, he's been through so much. Like after yeah. DS Nine, you can only imagine how oh, yeah. how that's skyrocketed mm-hmm. to other things. But but even but even the actor that played the Borg um, was it Hugh? Hugh is back as well too. And yeah. He's going to be in the show as well. So that that's interesting because you get glimpses of a Borg ship. You know that yeah. there's. There's some stuff, you know, with with Picard. Um, no, I think know, the big the big question in the stuff. trailer is the the girl that's sort of yeah. the story is centered on. Do you, do you guys have any thoughts? I know me and uh, Shouse were talking about this the other night. Yeah, I I don't know. I, like I said, I'm not uh, a, a a big fan of the Star Trek universe enough to be able to clock who she might be. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fair. So yeah, it could, it could be any number of things. The fact that she, you know, that it was actually watching Picard watch her fight is what yeah. gave that first Serenity vibe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The yeah. dance fight from uh, the movie. Well, that, that plus it's you know, like this, this, you know, this girl is important, and I need to, we need to do what we can to save her. It's like you have the captain and his crew trying to save this girl. That gave me that that Firefly Serenity. Yeah, feel to the I know. Whole I, I know. Me and Shells have the same idea. Hawk, do you have any ideas of who that girl might be? Any theories? Uh, well, I think I, you were part of the discussion too, weren't you, Hawk? When I we talked about it, I don't think. Yeah, he was yeah. There. So I, I don't want to steal this away from Shouse because it, it, I think this was his. Uh, I think we said it at the same time. Maybe Michelle. said it at the same time. You can say it, yeah, Shouse. Go for it. Yeah, there, there was an episode in the Next Generation where, where Data actually created his own offspring. He created a daughter. Oh. And um, she didn't survive at the end of the episode. She had to be deactivated. Um, but we all thought. Wow! Did did his daughter come back somehow? Did Data's daughter come back? Because it had that feel, like she sort of had that haircut, and uh-huh. she sort of felt like her, just a more advanced version of her. I don't know, yeah. that kind of angular face too. Yeah, the, yeah. Which would explain know. why Data's a factor in the whole thing then as well too. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thumbs up, thumbs down for Star Trek Treks and Picard. Thumbs up for me. Thumbs as high as they go. We got thumbs yeah. from everyone, and <laughs> like that, th- this was this was easily my my favorite announcement of the entire Comic Con. That's why that's, I started. That's just that's, that's just yeah. where we're we're, <gasps> you know, we're we're all geeky for different reasons. Well, for me personally, and that yeah, Picard was one, the one of the most anticipated trailers in that for this because um, I've been hesitant in that because I kept thinking like you know Patrick Stewart is currently what seventy nine years old right oh, now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he will be eighty, and that when the show actually Good premieres. Lord. Um, so I'm glad they're building like a cast and crew around him and that yeah. is like kind of a support mechanism, mm-hmm. which yeah. you know fits in he, with he his can't be he it. can't be doing all the running in that yeah. no he can't be doing, but it's, all the doing it as a TV series too instead mm-hmm. of as just a movie so they have yeah. a little bit of time to to space it out you know mm-hmm. flesh out some of these characters it's the only concern that I have is like you said because he's 80 and I mean not that I wish anything bad to happen but at the same time like it's the by calling it Picard, it makes it very dodgy because if for some reason he has to leave the production for any reason, 
you can't really call it Picard then if it has nothing to do with like you know Friends what I mean? of Picard. <laughs> <laughs> like now, if they were to if this were to be like almost like a not even like a series, like a short se- like a, a a couple season short series, then leads into something afterwards. Yeah, that yeah. would be kind of cool. Where it's like you started out as Picard to get everyone's attention and get like the the existing fan base to watch. And then once you get a couple seasons in, if you if he has to leave for whatever reason, or they kind of wrap up the story, but they want to keep the show going, you could then rename it. I would hope they would rename it something else. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, let's move off of Picard. We all seem to be pretty happy, especially Steve there in his little cat face. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go, <laughs> let's go into one that's... Uh, these two trailers came out the same day, and they sort of both caused a little bit of controversy. Uh, one from the musical theater front and one from the military front. Let's start with Top Gun the, Maverick. The, because, to, top Gun, Top Gun, the musical. Let's, let's start go. with oh Top Gun because that'll cause less swearing. <laughs> so, what did we think of the trailer, folks? Just go. They're they're, they're trying to build on nostalgia. Yep. Yeah, but you yeah. know what? They're building on it well. Like they they aren't trying to pretend like it's five years after the first movie. Like it, oh yeah, it's no, they're, they're doing what Disney's doing. Nostalgia sells. Yeah, Maverick's old AF. He's a relic. He shouldn't be there, but he's but still he's still there. a rebel. So yeah, well, yeah. yeah. rebel at heart. Um, you know, I, I there were so many little shoutouts throughout the whole trailer that I kind of like. I, I love like you know, there's there's you can see the plaque for Goose when he picks up his shades. Yeah, just uh, I, like the old school helmet, all that. The fact that there was and it's because I watched it twice because I wasn't sure when they have that one quick shot of all the pilots in the bar and they're clearly all singing. You got, you lost that love and feeling. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. Sure. I thought that too. I thought but it's was like, funny. it's him and a whole group of like these young upstarts. I love that. Like that made me very happy. Yeah. There were some scenes that were just shot for shot, like the motorcycle be- beside the uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. ships going off. And yeah. then I guess yeah. they obviously have to still play volleyball or else what's the point of having a Top Gun film? If you don't have a beach volleyball scene, well, there was football though. They were playing with a football. So it's oh, beach were they? football. I, did, I, yeah. I didn't even notice. Yeah, well, I guess, like, I, well, you got to mix up the sport a bit because there's yeah. a lot more. It's not like there's like four of them, four characters that you actually recognize. Like, no, no, there's a whole bunch of them. So you got to have it like a, a team of a team event. Now Who's I wonder the, if, uh, sorry, go for it. I was just say who who is the um the the female lead in the original Top Gun? Kelly something. Kelly McGillis. Thank yeah, you. yeah. What's she what's she doing these days? We, we uh, her back or? Isn't she retired now? Semi retired, oh, you know. Yeah, I I'm fine with uh, Jennifer Connelly. She is she is. I'm yes. guessing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just, random random questions. Yeah. I couldn't tell from looking at. It. I didn't do enough digging. There, it looked like there was a shot of John Hamm in that trailer. John Hamm, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, I thought so. Like that one quick little, like him walking out onto the tarmac with all the planes. I was like, is that John Hamm? Yeah, they have a they have a great cast. Um, and oh, yeah. this, they have Goose's kid is in there too. Of course. Um, yes. Played by um, what's his name? The guy who played uh, um, Reed Richards in the last uh, Fantastic Four. Oh, we have that oh. guy. You know, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Miles Teller. Miles Teller, yeah. yeah. Thank you. And we have Val Kilmer back. They didn't show him in the movie. But That's no. fine. He's not, I, Even if he got in shape for this movie, it ain't going to be a good shape, so I'm okay It's okay. He's in another trailer that we'll be talking about later, so, so yeah. that's cool. What, what about, about the, uh, what about Kenny Loggins? Uh, how, how is he involved? He better be involved, because <laughs> oh, that, you know if that the, music is not part of it, I'm just going to be... You, you know James Jones right? going to show up. It has to. It yeah. better. Yeah. So the controversy that people have uh, said online is the the whole uh, old technology, but in a newer age. I know they're supposed to be drone. They they were talking about drones in the trailer, but mm-hmm. they were also showing F-14s, which retired in the Navy like in 2006. So 
There's mm-hmm. a lot of different things. They, the people have been saying that um, they've changed a lot of the the military imagery because China is now a part uh, producer in this film. So Maverick's mm-hmm. jacket is different and stuff like that. Um, but there's a bunch of things yeah. online. Just, I don't think anything really bothered me in it. I thought it was lovely yeah. to watch. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a cool little nostalgia flick, um, mm-hmm. and obviously some stuff's gonna change because it's 2019. Like it's he's not gonna keep the same jacket he had back in the 80s, regardless of whether he wanted to. It's gonna wear out. He's gonna need <laughs> to get a new jacket. That's fair. Um, I, I'm almost if I had to speculate, I'd almost guess that um, the reason they're using the old jets is that if it's still part of the Top Gun program and he's an instructor of of some kind, they yeah. use the retired jets because it's like if you can fly this, you can fly anything else we have. See, yeah. what I was thinking is that if they are up against drones, maybe something t- takes control of the drones, but you can't with older technology. Yeah, yeah. There's that whole idea. I think that was in Battleship too. Yeah. But it, you know what? It uh, makes, but it makes yeah, sense. that yeah. Jamie Fox movie, dr- uh, Stone? Stealth, Stealth, Stealth. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. But yeah, similar <laughs> concept where it's like you know, yeah, for either for training purposes or training, and then they actually have to go out on a mission with the old tech because it's old tech and it's all user controlled versus virtual. Mm-hmm. I like how they're doing. Uh, they have a they have a lot more options as far as the cinematography for the jet fighter sequences and that. Oh, um, it looks because, so oh, good. I love that one. The one shot of him in the car, like the 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 head down Taking shot off from the aircraft off. carrier. Yeah. Yeah. That was a very cool shot. And you know, yeah. he did it too. Just because he did. Because oh, like, yeah. I don't know if you know, like in the original movie and that the long shots and that of the fighter jets and that were, were, they were mostly stock footage from the military. Yeah. Was it? I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, the director of this film is Joseph Kaczynski. Wait, Kaczynski. Yeah. Yeah. Who directed Tron and, mm-hmm. uh, Oblivion, so you know it's going to be visually just oh yeah, stellar. It's I yep. think it's going to be it'll be nice to see like a a, a mindless <laughs> a mindless military action flick that isn't like pro USA. It's just you know hopefully it's not pro USA. Well, we'll see. If China's a co-producer, it's not going to be pro USA. <laughs> Fair enough. Let that's me know. It can, it can still be pro USA without being only USA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the difference, it's not a Transformers right? movie. We understood. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess. That I mean, sense. also, it would be kind of nice to, to just given the fact that it looks like there's a pretty big uh, younger ensemble. Mm-hmm. It would be nice to see that it's not just the best of the American military. It's a, it's like an international program now. Yeah, not just all the whiteies. Yeah, yeah well, which there was. <laughs> just even looking at the trailer and clip in quick clips, it's not just all you know white Anglo-Saxon Protestants flying planes. Fair, fair. So let's go from one very visually um, stellar movie to another oh. visually stellar movie, right, Matt? Oh, we got the yeah. first uh, the first trailer for the musical Cats, Andrew Lloyd Webber's seminal mm. cat musical i guess <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish the audience they did. Could it was see definitely the, the best could see matt right now it, it, like he is just he's he, he's, he's trying to process so that it's not just constant swears because i can only bleep so yeah. fast i think and, he's trying to prevent it like with a vein yeah. at the back of his it's, head um, exploding right so now. Be- before we go into yeah. the trailer how familiar are we with the with the musical let's start with uh shows I, I know one or two songs. That's Fair it. I've never, seen, I've never seen the show. <laughs> Hawk, are you familiar with the show? Uh, the songs mostly in that. Cause like, you know, I was a kid when like, yeah, well, you know, like in the, when it came out, what mid eighties, when it came out, uh, early nineties. Yeah. Yeah. 80s, so I, I'm very familiar with the song. Never that familiar with the storyline. Um, I don't really have a dog in this fight. Uh, <laughs> no Cause they're cats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm not the, I'm not the biggest musical yeah. person in that. So, but, uh, I, yeah, 
I didn't really think like with this trailer, I didn't know exactly what people thought the it would look like because you know it, it looks like the musical. Mm. Yeah, but with mm-hmm. digital. Yeah. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, would this have been better if it was actual cats and then they just use that tech to make their mouth move? <laughs> you mean? Oh well, you know. They you know, like like those movies where the, the actual animals are running around. They're talking. I <laughs> look at this. You know, personally, I think so. Yes. <laughs> look, based off what I saw in that trailer, I think Taika Watiti did a better job in uh, what we do in shadows with putting a human on a cat's face. Personally, I I never saw it live, but I saw a video recording of it in the '90s. Whenever they did their first recording, they've done a couple recordings. Right. I I know the the music fairly well um unfortunately i don't like cats i never did i don't think it's a great show i think the story is a little funny even though it's by t.s Eliot or right. sort of based on t.s Eliot's um short story book about cats yeah. old and, uh, possum's book of practical cats yeah it's a it's a lovely little book yeah. um yeah, I don't know. I, I Andrew Lloyd Webber is hit and miss for me. Sometimes I, the nostalgia is strong, but sometimes it's just like, uh, yeah. cats praying to their cat god. <laughs> anyway, okay. let's go to the one that, we're we really, that you really want to hear from, Matt. Strap in. Okay. So Cats, when it came out, it came out after uh, Starlight Express, which was you know Angela Weber's book about singing trains. Which was I awesome. love that. Which was a, it was you know we're gonna have people on roller skates pretending to be trains. How do you follow that? People dressed up as cats dancing on stage. It, <laughs> it was, but it was he was becoming very renowned for it was for show, musicals that were spectacles. Like you're not going to see heavy drama. You're going to go watch uh, a very thin plot. And you're going to go watch a bunch of zany production effects and zany mm-hmm. costumes. And that's cool. It's, it's fluffy. It's not meant to be high art because that, it was the 80s. It was all about spectacle. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. This is the first musical I ever saw as a child. Mm-hmm. So it holds a very special place for me because it was, what, it was kind of my introduction to live musical theater. Because I saw it in Toronto at Massey Hall. So it's the first show I've ever seen. And that always will kind of be that little watermark for this is what musicals are watching this trailer um i don't know who they're trying to market this movie to because for people that know the musical will go i don't know what the hell i just looked at and people that don't know this musical will go i don't know what the hell it is i'm looking at right now (laughs) um and because i i mentioned this to jen when her and i talked about it Um, the problem that they have with this movie is they had to go into it being very careful because you have people that are fans of musicals generally, whether they're fans of Andrew Lloyd Webber or this musical or just fans of musicals generally, they know Cats and they know what it's about. They know the songs, they know the show. So to see this trailer and to see how they've monkeyed about with it is problematic. And for people that don't know musical theater and they don't know a lot of the ins and outs of it, they have two really good examples of cats because it's been mentioned in pop culture twice in the last five years. Uh, so anyone that has seen my crazy ex-girlfriend, there was an entire episode where they made fun of cats and anyone that's seen unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt has seen the episode where they make fun of cats. (laughs) So cats in and of itself is kind of a running joke in pop culture, just not like in musical theater, but just people that know pop culture know cats is a derpy musical. So to then, try to put this movie out 
with the lack of care that they clearly exhibited when they made it. I don't know what they're trying to sell with this show. I, I'm going to go see it because I love me a cinematic train wreck. And I can't see this thing being anything but a train wreck at this particular point in time. Uh, the CGI is laughably bad. Laughably bad. Yeah, I wonder how much of that is rushed for just the trailer. Um, I know Tom Hooper keeps on trying to do something new with every musical or every movie he's done, which I find is sort of sure. annoying. Like, that's why I dislike uh, parts of uh, Les Mis. Yeah. Um, but but, but I, the digital furs is on like there's that weird uncanny valley that they just hit yeah, right on. It is. Yeah, it seems wrong. Mm. Um, and that's there, there was a there was actually a Twitter post that I read the other day where um, they were basically comparing cats to um, people's reaction to Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, and and saying that you know stop being so mad at visual effects artists for what's coming out. Uh-huh. They're just doing the best they can with what they're being told to make mm-hmm. by producers yeah right so producers have some idea of what they want to see on the screen and and they give the the artists instruction to do it and we're getting into this yeah it's uncanny valley that everything just looks really weird but he, yeah, it's, here's the uh, thing uh, though it's like and i get that and I, i'm hoping hoping that it's just it was rushed footage because they wanted to get a trailer out but here's the thing the movie's coming out in december it's july mm-hmm. don't rush a trailer for a movie like this that's gonna that is gonna be setting precedence for movie musicals and make it look like crap because that's not going to make people want to go see the movie mm-hmm. like all you're going to do is make people go the people will go see it's like i i can't i, I have to see if it's going to be as bad as i think it is but to like i said like to a casual viewer that isn't a musical theater person that's not going to sell that won't sell them yeah. on seeing that movie that'll make them that's go a, that looks like a piece yeah. of crap why would i give 25 bucks for that yeah, unfortunately, based um, like what you said, this movie's going to set a precedent for future musicals. And unfortunately, because they cast Taylor Swift in this movie, oh god, they're gonna they're gonna make gangbusters, right? It's gonna make a crap ton. Of I money. I don't know yeah. if it will though. To be honest, like that's with the, the thing. Like, with the Swifters, with the T Swifties. But here's the thing: like, it depends entirely on how. Like, it's going to depend a lot on how involved in the movie she is. Because the the thing with Cats is that what it's notorious for is that there is no real plot to it. It's basically yeah, a yeah. series of vignettes with a kind of through line sort of that sort of, that really feels tacked on at the end, which again, that's the way the show was and like it or hate it. That's what the show is. Yeah. It's very apparent. They've crafted a story with this, but even looking at the, the sort of snippets of what could be a storyline in the trailer She's only in the one song, and I get a feeling she's only going to be in that one song. Yeah, she's yeah. too busy. She's on tour. She's so, putting out albums. Realistically, I think the fans will be like, "Oh, cool!" Like, we'll, we'll they'll read the review and be like, "Oh, she's in one song." They're not going to go see a movie where she's in five minutes of it if the thing's going to be close to two and a half hours, which very likely it will be if it's a movie yeah. musical. Yeah, I don't know. Like that'll be, know, a, that'll be just the things I hear support. about these T Swift fans just seem like they're rabid enough that they would just go. And go again. Well, well, sure. And if that's okay. the case, then they they cast smart by putting her in the movie, and it'll probably make its bank back. But it's even more disappointing that they did that solely to try to make money, as opposed to trying to put out a quality movie yeah. that would actually get people interested in it. Because like movie musicals, by and large, tend to suffer because they don't promote them properly or they don't make them properly. So all they end up doing is kind of confusing the casual viewer and pissing off the, the musical fans. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I have. I. I know we're gonna. We're, this is the part where we do our thumbs up, thumbs down for cats. Uh, let's start with uh, Top Gun. Thumbs up, thumbs down. 
Top Gun, thumbs up. Thumbs up thumbs from up. everyone. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. yeah. Thumbs up. <laughs> I we're gonna go see cats anyway, but thumbs up, yeah. thumbs down for it. Uh, I have a finger that's up for cats, but it's not my thumb. <laughs> Definitely not a thumb. <laughs> I think Steve really wants the cats. I think he just wants to see uh, yeah. Matt's uh, reaction, though. <laughs> no, this is probably. I think, I think Steve wants to cosplay. <laughs> like here's, you know what? I'm gonna put this out right now, and I'll put this challenge to the listeners now, so we don't forget about it at the end of the episode. Um, we are definitely going to go see this movie and do a probably a post a post viewing little review on it. A direct if, one right after. If you would like to see us playing, try, like to, try to live stream our viewing entertainment on this. Shoot us an email, shoot us a tweet, shoot us an Instagram DM, whatever. If enough people actually say yes, we want to live stream this. I will live stream my reaction to this movie and see how far into it we can get before I get banned from a movie theater. <laughs> Let's go to Oakville to one of those VIP ones yeah. so we can get drunk there. And that's sincerely, yeah. like listeners, that is a sincere promise. If we get, if I'm going to say, if we get 150 people that vote yes to do this, I will live stream my reaction to this as it is going. And we'll see how far into it we get before I get kicked out. <laughs> you guys, we're going to have to remind me to put a poll up online. About this. <laughs> this has to happen. Yeah, they're really good or really bad idea. Yeah, this is a really good on, idea. Depending on Matt's reaction and that, you know, this could be evidence that it's true. Like, like when, when he actually <laughs> loves it and everyone's like, wait, what happened? I thought yeah. that'd, be, that'd be even better. <laughs> if I end up loving it, we'll, uh, we'll take a vote for what's going to get thrown across. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to another set of nostalgic this yeah let's go with that and uh let's talk about uh kevin smith so this year oh. we got a, a, a sort of a return back into the viewisk universe something that hasn't been Snoot touched in like Nooch. in like 10 years or something like that right one was one was clerks too 2006 oh, a while ago yeah oh yeah 13 years ago or something so we get uh jay and silent bob reboot which basically the premise is um jay and silent bob find out they're making a rebooted version of the film which is based on the comic that they had in their earlier films. Mm-hmm. And so they go across country. They do their whole little road trip thing again to stop the mother movie from being made <laughs> or at least yeah. getting his, their fat checks. Who knows which yeah. one they're going for. Yeah. Um, but, it's, but it's funny that it's the exact same plot as Jay and Silent Bob Strike yeah. Back. Just, just <laughs> an updated brilliant. version. Um, yeah. <laughs> and there, there are some nice surprises. Like the cameos in this movie, oh, just in the man. trailer, are ridiculous. Yeah. And you know everyone's going to come back, um, you know, minus George Carlin. Rest in peace. But they give, a, they give a cool little shout out to Carlin in there for those yeah. that... Yeah. Like, uh, and it's a deep shout out with the... Uh, with the one cameo at the very end where the guy's done up like the, that the guy from the matrix. Cause Carlin played that in, uh, I he did a, he did a gag with it somewhere. I remember him doing it. Cause I was like, Jesus Christ, that's George Carlin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what did we think? Wait, are we Kevin Smith, the uh, view universe fans? I know Matt Moore is. Oh, hell yeah. 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 We, uh, Steve is a so, so Hawk. Uh, I I really enjoyed Kevin Smith movies in the '90s, and that uh, I was sort of on and off in that. I've always kind of respected him as a figure, and you know, like a kind of sub- subculture, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. throughout the 2000s, 2010s, and that. Yeah. So I'm curious to see how how this turns out. It he looks pretty fun. Yeah, he has a really good um, presence mm-hmm. in the geek community, and he's a good geek in general to just listen to and he's very passionate about all the geeky stuff uh shows what do you think about the are you a fan of the oh yeah universe yeah i i I have been sort of like hawk i've been i've been a fan of his sort of earlier work you know starting with clerks and then probably 
falling off a little bit at Clerks 2. Um, when he started getting a little bit more experimental with some of his um, movies, when he started getting into horror and 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 doing some of the more experimental stuff, I, I sort of fell off a bit. Um, but I've been following him, you know, sort of uh, on a- Twitter and Instagram and, and all that stuff that he went mm-hmm. through a while ago with his uh, heart attack and, yeah. and changing his lifestyle. Like that was some inspiring stuff there. Yeah. He's yeah. had a very varied film career in that, like, you know, buddy cop film with Bruce Willis oh, and Tracy yeah. Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> that troubled <laughs> to, production. <laughs> to, the, to the horror genre in that. Uh, <clears throat> I actually quite enjoyed Red State. Red State oh, yeah. was a phenomenal movie. Or at least I thought it was a phenomenal movie. I really enjoyed it. Like, uh, like he's a, he's a filmmaker that likes to make movies and he's yeah. making movies that he wants to make, which is pretty yeah. cool to watch. Yeah. Um, I didn't really like yoga hosers, unfortunately, but you know, that's it was, I mean, it, it was, it was exactly what I knew it was going to be going. Yeah. In. Same. Like it was, and he never tried to, to he's never tried to you know, <laughs> convince anyone that it's, that it's high art. He's like, no, this is a movie that I, I was entertained by and I'm going to make it cause I think it's entertaining. Hey, that's not making me uh, say that I don't want to see Moose Jaws because I still oh, do. Oh, I totally want to see Moose Jaws. <laughs> but, but, um, so, um, what do we guys, what do we think of the trailer? I, I I love the fact that he's making fun of himself. Finally, he's at he's at yeah. the stage in his career where he's actually able to be self self referential and self reflective enough to make fun of himself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, right down to the fact that he's got one of the most derivative sequels ever. He's gonna make fun. He's gonna make fun of reboots by doing a basically a reboot. Yeah, and yeah. The, the scene at the end when they showed uh, Jason Biggs and James Vander Beek. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's directing this movie? Kevin King <laughs> Smith. Yeah. He turns around, I'm like, yes, that's yeah. amazing. No, I love that. I was going to say, that's the other thing is that they made this a Red Band trailer, which is awesome. Yeah. You had to have this as a Red Band trailer. Yeah. You had to have... Like the second word that was uttered in 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 the trailer was a swear word. It was oh, yeah. it was perfect. Oh yeah, <laughs> that man has no dick. <laughs> <laughs> Objection, really Your Honor. I'll allow it. The man has no dick. <laughs> yeah, this move. Yeah, this trailer actually made me really happy. Yeah. It was one of the things that pleasantly surprised me that it came out early. Um, I I don't know it. I love that they ended up. Um, he ended up burying the hatchet with Ben Affleck, and Ben Affleck's back in the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's cool things we see Val Kilmer as as Bluntman. No, yeah, Bluntman. Yeah, Melissa mm-hmm. Benoit as uh. Oh wait, wait. Uh, Bluntman was Jay, was Muse's character. Who was? No, Chronic no, was, was. Chronic yeah, was Chronic. Yeah. So, is, is Jason Lee in this one? Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. in the trailer. Man. Yeah. I, thought I, yeah. I thought I saw him in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. he is, from what I understand, he's got almost everyone. Anyone like back. a chocolate covered pretzel? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He has his two roles again. <laughs> he's, he's brought <laughs> yeah. back as many of them as he possibly could. And he brought back all the CW people that love him from doing yeah. those shows to come over. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's nice seeing Supergirl as uh, Chronic. So I thought yeah. that was pretty funny. But I mean, but he also was able to to tap into some some uncharted stoner cameos as well that he was never. Red Man, Man, Method Man. That came out. Uh, Tommy Chong. Tommy Chong. Yeah. <laughs> there are um, other. Oh, you know, there's, there's, and that's like, if they're just teasing those cameos, you know that there are way more in the film that he doesn't yeah. want anyone to know about until it gets to that point. For sure. You know yeah. that J.J. Abrams is in this movie. They're buddies. Oh, of course. He's just sitting there back there. Yeah. <laughs> well, Especially, yeah. wait, you know, going off of uh, Kevin Smith and J.J. Abrams, did you hear um, that he was invited to the set of the Rise of the Skywalker? Rise of the Ooh. Skywalker? Is he Rise. finally going to the, play the fat smoking stormtrooper? He was a stormtrooper in the, in the, um, the Force Awakens. Kev? No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. No, he wasn't. No way. Yeah, he was. Really? He was. Wasn't he really? was one of the ones when after uh, they escape Maz's castle, they go above. You can hear Kevin Smith's voice 
as one of the stormtroopers. No, did not know I that. Started oh. it there. It's pretty funny. That's awesome. Oh, didn't see. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I just knew about the Daniel Craig cameo in that one. I yeah. didn't know. <laughs> <That one's> <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> you know, I know. Um, yeah. So uh, I assume. Like, I mean, with yeah. I mean, with regard to Kevin Smith, like his his or like the, the I find that his movies sort of find a nice place. They they fit nicely in in sort of cult culture. Mm-hmm. And um, one of my favorite little pieces of Kevin Smith that really wasn't received all that well, I don't think, but I know I enjoyed it was the animated series of Jay and Silent Bob. You I thought everyone that? liked that oh. show. Oh, the Clerks cartoon? Yeah, the Clerks cartoon. Oh, yeah, because yeah. they, they only ended up making what, like 10 episodes of that or something. Uh, and then the driving they, car, bear driving car. How can it be? <laughs> Everybody work. We are slaves. Tom Cruise, yeah. show me the money. Yeah. Um, it, well, uh, fan, <laughs> his fans loved it. I mean, it was, I think it was ABC that did it. Yeah, they screwed cartoon? it up yeah. because they, they aired it during the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, and they and I mean they didn't know how to really market it because it was a cartoon, so they thought, well, we'll market it to kids. It was really not a kids' cartoon, though. No, no, because no. you had to know who no. these characters were in order for it to make any kind of sense. And if you knew who the characters were, you shouldn't be a kid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> or, and I remember, I, I, I know that that, uh, that box set sits on my shelf nicely. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's got a place of honor on my shelf. Yeah, I think they shot twelve episodes. They only aired like eight or nine before it got canned. I don't even think it went yeah. that far, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, anywho. Thumbs up, I assume, all around for new Kevin Smith. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Five, including mine. All right, let's move over to the next thing, which is something I was... This is probably my favorite announcement of SDCC, and it was the first trailer for Netflix's adaptation of The Witcher. Yeah. So oh, cool. There's so much so much about this. Uh, that I'm uh, You're not, not, a, not a, well, Let's go with Matt Mori. Not a fan? I'm... Oh. I'm skeptical. That's fair. I, yeah. I think it could be very good. I think it has the potential to... I, you know what? I'll, I will rephrase that. I think it's going to be a good series. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's going to be The Witcher or not. They said that they're basing it on the books. So the first book is what the first season is going to be about, which is what basically the trailer showed, right? It's them finding yes. a series. Um, oh, no, Absolutely. Know. Um, I, I hate how they've changed the medallion. That's a personal thing. It just looks dumb. Yeah. They're, they, they, they said they're not doing anything based on the con- on the game, which, you know, which I love just, the design of the oh, game, which really bothers me, which, that they, but that's totally fair. But that medallion, that medallion is the cover of the first book yeah. is that, that yeah. wolf head, like they converted that directly over into the game. So they changed it because it'd be a pain to wear that thing and heavy as all get out. I get that. But like, yeah. And it doesn't have, have the, that on my cover. No, I have it on the one that I have. There might have been the, the later releases after the game was pushed out, but I know that. I can't get it out of my book. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but the thing is, like, even though they're basing it off of the books, and I get it, yeah. there's licensing issues and all that kind of stuff, it really was the games that brought it to the level of popularity yeah. that is what got it on TV series. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Right? Yeah. So you need to remember that the people that are going to run out to see this are going to be fans of the game. Exactly. Some, some will be fans of the, of the novel, but most will probably be fans yeah. of the game. Yeah, the Nilf Garden armor looks really weird. Well, and that's, like, and that's the thing too, is they said they're not basing it off the games, but they've taken design elements because the, uh, like the Nilf Guardian armor looks wrong, but the, I can't remember the name of the other kingdom now. It's driving me nuts. With all the fleur-de-lis that you see yeah, in all yeah, the yeah. games, that it was exactly the same in the, in the trailer. So I'm like, okay, so they've taken some of the design but not all of the designs. So I can't I, I remember the name of that thing. Oh, no, whatever. I, was, I only remember Nilfgaard because it's the only one yeah. that matters. Yes, yeah, true. <laughs> um, um, 
Um, anything else that sort of weirded you guys? I, I assume we all played the game. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I have it on two platforms, probably going to be three in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. No, I'm joking. Um, the, um, they said that they're not doing, they are not taking from the games, but they will have a bathtub scene, which, you know, seems like they're trying to at least um, sort of, <laughs> as you do, sort of, you know, <laughs> touch upon that video game audience. Um, is it weird that they, they've not shown him with two swords yet? Yeah. Like, I, know, I, know, I know in the horse, in the books, um, he, he keeps the silver sword on the horse, but I didn't even see it on the horse in the trailer. I mean, yeah. the only alternative is that he's wearing, it's the silver sword that he's wearing and he keeps his normal sword on the horse. But that makes less. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. So it's, yeah. I don't, I don't know, but that's, again, that's one of those, that's not a game thing. That's the book thing. Like the, yeah. we always had the two swords. That's how you could always tell a witcher was yeah. they had the medallion and they had two swords and the eyes and the white hair. But, yes. but the eyes even then are not that striking from the trailer. Like they're there, but not really. Mm, true. True. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be a really good series. I like visually, it looks very cool. Mm-hmm. I I, I'm going to have to fight to distance myself from what I know of the series to watch it with an open mind. Cause I feel yeah. like it, it, and you know what, if it's its own thing, awesome. And I'm very happy about that. It's just, again, like when you're doing so much promotion on this based off, it's, it's the Witcher. It's what everyone knows based off the games. Mm-hmm. Then be like, ah, we're going to ignore the games. We want to really focus on the books. Cool. Yeah. You should have said that like eight months ago when you announced the series because everyone's yeah. been assuming that it's going to be based off the games. And now once the trailers are like, oh, no, 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 no. It, forget everything you know, because if you haven't read the books, it won't make any sense. Well, you could have <laughs> told us that when you announced it, people could have bought the books, had a huge uptick in sales on that. And by the time it launches, everyone will have read the books and know what to expect. Yeah. But, but really, really, would everyone have read the books? I heard they're not that easy to read. The, the translation uh, is a little yeah. rough, but you know, they, they, since The Witcher 3 came out and got really popular, they did a, a, a retranslation of it and they kind of streamlined a lot of the language to make it easy, like, easier to read, which sounds horrible, okay. but it really is. Hmm, interesting. So if you hmm. have like a copy that's come out in the last two years, it's, it's very much streamlined for, for better understanding. Older <laughs> copies are more direct translations from the Polish. It's a lot harder to wrap your brain around the syntax a lot of the time. Um, before we move off of uh, The Witcher, um, I know there was a lot of controversy around the casting of Henry Cavill as um, Geralt. Thoughts from what we little we saw in the trailer? Uh, I think yeah. he's he's looking the part. Mm-hmm. You know, physically, you know, he's more than a match for the part in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if anybody else noticed it. They seem to very limit his dialogue in the trailer quite a bit. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he didn't say much at all. No, well, Geralt's not a man of many words anyway. Well, um, re- realistically, we know, like we know Cavill can play a dick when he tries. Between, well, no, but between the, the bit of you know with Crazy Superman and Justice League, and then uh, Mission Impossible, Impossible he yeah. can play a dick, and that's at heart that's what Geralt is. He's not a nice person at at all. That's true. Um, so we know that Cavill is capable of it. I'm hoping that they don't just make him like you know turn him into like a weird like. Uh, fantasy gunslinger type character where he doesn't say much. He's just there with swords because that would be kind of a waste. I find he's very underrated in that. Um, I don't know how many of you have seen Man from the Man from Uncle in that. Like um, he was good. Probably in that. my favorite. Uh, probably my favorite movie he's done. Yeah, he was also really good in the Tudors. So Ooh. you know we know he can act. So yeah. hopefully 
hopefully the show does some good for him because the last yeah. Superman appearances did not. No. Yeah. Uh, thumbs up for this trailer or weary middle ground? Uh, I'm 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 leaning towards up, but I'm I'm hesitant. I'll still watch it, but I want to see. So, I want to so wait. Matt's got a little bit of the lean. Um, that phrasing was on purpose. So he does want his heart broken again. <laughs> <laughs> let's not. Let's hope not. So yeah. this is going to be our long discussion. This is going to be the long one. This is going to be our last thing we're going to talk about before our honorable mentions. Hall H obviously is the biggest <laughs> hall at San Diego Comic-Con and every Saturday, or at least for the, I don't know, the longest time, the past 10 years. Last decade or so. <laughs> it's always been Marvel. And Marvel came and did not disappoint. They announced wow. 10, um, 10 projects for Phase 4, mm-hmm. five of them being Disney Plus series and five mm-hmm. of them being films. The film, wait, let's start with the series. The series, start with the series. are yeah. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, <clears throat> WandaVision, What If, uh, Loki, and Hawkeye. So, officially, mm-hmm. we finally officially got the Hawkeye uh, yeah. green light, which makes me super happy. Yes, yeah, Disney Plus needs to take my money right now. Mm-hmm. December 16th, you know, same time as Pokemon. So, Will, will these shows be? Will any of these shows be at launch of Disney Plus? Yes. No. Uh, no. they said Wandavision was going to be at launch. Wandavision is spring to twenty twenty one. Because yeah, there's a reason for that because apparently the events of Doctor Strange in, in, in the sequel uh, will dovetail into the. Oh. WandaVision oh, I thought it was other, I thought Wandavision was dovetailing into Strange. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know what? I'm looking at the timeline, and even the Falcon Winter Soldier is fall 2020. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, none of them. Are here, they haven't even started filming uh, Winter Soldier yet or Falcon. Okay. So the movies, and these are <laughs> very interesting. Uh, we get Black Widow, then yeah. we get the Eternals, then we get Shang Chi, mm-hmm. the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yes. Sorry, that makes legit, you happy. I was not hype about that movie until they announced the lead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the villain. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get to it. The next film is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. <laughs> now, we'll have to get to him later. Um, <laughs> gets his multiverse. Then the last one is Thor Love and Thunder, which makes me so happy. <laughs> oh my God. Uh-huh. Um, just That's after a week, the, like last week, they announced that Tycho is back and mm-hmm. they do this. And, oh yeah. my God. Just amazing. Mm-hmm. So, where do we start? But this isn't even. This is what they've they've announced officially. This is. But even Kevin Feige was saying we don't even have time to talk about yeah. Fantastic Four, Black Panther two. Like he was just listing off all these movies that we knew were coming, and he was basically confirming. But yeah. he just didn't give us any timeline on. So them, right? Blade, uh, Fantastic Four, and all of those are Phase Five. Everything that was announced is all of Phase Four. Um, Kevin okay. Feige confirmed that today. That's awesome. So. That's the phase four, five, ten titles uh, to you know deal with this sort of middle ground of phase four, and apparently this is the the theme of phase four is beginnings, um, so or new beginnings. So you know, it's weird not having a an Avengers film to end a you know end a phase, but we'll see what happens with the yeah, uh, Hawkeye. End it with Thor. Wow, Hawkeye. Hawkeye's after it. It says fall fall 2021 for Hawkeye and November 2021 for Thor. Yeah. So who knows which one will come out first. I feel like uh, Hawkeye is going to be a long enough series that, oh no, they'll probably release it all at the same time. Anyway, not important. 
where do we start with this? Where Black do Widow. We start? start from the beginning? Black Widow. Yeah. Black yeah. Widow, so they screened some footage, and apparently it's based, it looks more like a Bourne film than any of the Marvel films. It's straight up a, fl- a spy flick. Yeah. Nice. It looks to be um, showing the the other girl who took up the Black Widow mantle. I don't remember her name. Yelena? Yelena. Yeah. So thoughts on wait, let's start with yeah, let's start with thoughts on Black Widow. Excited, blah blah blah. Anything. Go It'll for be, it. It's gonna be good. I'm not concerned about it. It's you know, hope Scarlet gets her final hurrah. It'll be a yeah. good film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. long overdue. And it, with the theme of new beginnings, you know that people introduced in that is probably are probably gonna be important for future phases. Somewhere um, down the line, yeah. I mean yeah. The, the fact that they're introducing other participants in the Black Widow program means that they could bring another Black Widow in at some point in time. Oh, and the and the villain is Taskmaster, which yeah. is incredible. And I did not I you know, I didn't expect it in the Black Widow film, but yeah. that's awesome. Um and don't we got the uh, the actor from Stranger Things going to be in yeah, Black Widow? Harbor, yeah. Harbor. Yeah. yeah, Harbor's... Um, he's play- the Russian version of Captain America. Yeah, like the, the Red Protector or something. I can't remember the name of the character, but yeah. yeah he's, I don't remember. he's Russian Captain America. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Just like there's Captain Kanuck, uh, there's uh, Captain yeah. uh, Sickle and, you know, Sickle. Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move off that. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier didn't really... They talked about it a bit, but... Uh, uh, save. Yep, yeah, go for it. There was one thing that they did reveal at for the Falcon and Winter Soldier talk, which made me excruciatingly happy. Which one? They announced the villain of the project. <gasps> it was Baron Zemo. Oh yeah, Baron Zemo. Oh my god! But, but it was, they were back. doing the talk. They were doing the talk, and then the the footage feed behind them cut in, and it was uh, the actor that played Zemo doing the talk, basically like, "I'm not here to threaten you, but I'll see you guys in the fall." And then he pulled on the purple mask. Yeah, <gasps> yeah, yeah. So we got about that. We get Zemo in the proper, gar- and he had like the fur coat with the collar. Like he, we have proper Baron Zemo in proper costume in this movie. In this, it's uh, amazing because he's he's still one of my favorite yeah. uh, villains from the MCU. And the you know I've, Civil War was on last night. Yeah. I just found myself just well, and, down well, that's what it. made me so happy with with him showing up again when you see him again mm-hmm. in uh, was it Endgame? I think no, I can't remember what it was. But one of the last movies they did where he came back, where it's like okay, he's not dead, he's still there. And then they're they're making him the the focus of the, the villainous focus of Falcon Winter Soldier, which is perfect. Well, MCU knows how to reuse their actors. It's oh, amazing. Yeah. We learned that with uh, Spider Man, um, mm-hmm. and you guys will find out that when I release that episode of Spider Man next week. Mm-hmm. Um, anywho, um, the next uh, project is the Eternals in November 2020, and this one they actually brought out the whole cast. Yep. Uh, you know, I'm I'm slightly sad that Richard Madden is going to be in this movie and not be my Cyclops, but uh, you know he's playing Icarus, which it's is Icarus, so it's a good trade off. Yeah, that's going to be a great. I, I know nothing about the Eternals. Can you? I will give you my boat. trade that uh, I have of um, Neil Gaiman's run from like mid to late 2000s. Oh, it's one of my that, favorite and comics. That, that was the run that they're basing it off of too, aren't? Yeah, they? it yeah. is. Or at least some ideas. I don't know if they're going to do the whole uh, him not having his memory and then it coming back with the Eternals, but we'll see. So is it like a like a superheroes in space kind of thing? No, like, it's, uh, it's the, the cosmic side cosmic, of the MCU. Yeah. Okay, but it's they're, all they're, like, like there's I- I- Icarus and Gil- like uh, again similar to like the Norse gods, but more other hyper powerful godlike beings like Gilgamesh and Icarus. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's the actual. It's not like the 
stereotypes. It's that's who they were, and then they were turned into myth. Yeah. Oh, okay, but they're like all Thor. they're all immortal. But they're all immortal beings that yeah. have been around for thousands of years. Yeah, and there's okay. sort of this sleep period where they don't have their powers, yeah. but they come back, and it's it's such a good storyline. It was yeah. by Jack Kirby, and like they they released their first key art, and it was of the Celestials at San Diego mm-hmm. Comic Con, and it looks perfect, like yeah. pitch perfect to a Kirby design, and that makes me so happy. So the, the cast that they announced yeah. was Angelina Jolie as Thena, Richard Madden as Icarus, Lauren Ridoff as Makari. Brian Tyree Henry as Faustus, Leah McHugh as Sprite, Kamali Nanjiani, they didn't say who he was anyway, Don Lee as Gilgamesh, and Salma Hayek as Ajax the leader. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that is a big cast. Yeah. And it's the first one that where they have like really big A-name people. Yeah. Angelina Jolie and Salma Hayek are very recognizable. Well, the so, fact that Salma yeah. Hayek like, is Ajax, I was like, oh, this is going to be real entertaining. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, yeah, um, part of me doesn't want to give you the that comic shows because I want you to just sort of experience it. But it's such a good, good run. Is it, is it better to just go in and just experience the origin story that we'll get from that movie? <sighs> I don't know, be. man. I think it, it almost, might it almost might be just so that you're you're going in clean. Yeah, like we. That's how I went into Iron Man. I didn't mm-hmm. know anything about Iron Man's origin when I went and seen the movie. Oh so, yeah. yeah. Then probably. then probably like. Yeah. We've we've seen a couple celestials so far. Like nowhere we is the head of one of the celestials, and we also saw yeah. a celestial in one of the visions that um, the collector did about the. Oh yeah, about the, yeah, uh, with the power stone. Power stone. Power stone. Yeah. Um, okay. And uh, I guess ego was also retconned as a celestial mm. in the last Guardians. Yeah. So okay. you can tell what kind of um, power that they're going to be up against. Uh, Eternals aren't are probably some of the more powerful beings in the Marvel mm-hmm. universe. So. Ooh, I'm excited about that. I've, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Excited. Um, <laughs> so the next, the next uh, film on the slate is Shang-Chi and the legend of the 10 rings and they, they cast, they, they, they brought out the cast. Yeah. They brought out yeah. the, the, the villain who's the Mandarin, mm-hmm. the actual Mandarin, yeah. Tony Lung, oh Tony gosh. Lung, which is amazing. Oh. And then they, they cast Simu Liu as uh, Shang-Chi. From Kim's convenience. From Kim's yeah, convenience. Yeah. Um, also, Aquafina, who I don't really care for, but you know, whatever. They, they cast Wells. She's probably going to be good. Um, we have. There's a Canadian representing now. Yeah, yeah, and a great Canadian. If you ever uh, like, sort of lurked the acting subreddit on Reddit, he was on there all the time, and just recently deleted his account. Uh, <laughs> he had to. He has to, yeah. he's, he's now part of this sort of big, bigger thing now. Yeah, he's not yeah. allowed to. to he's A list like now. Jesus. Yeah. Um, he's Marvel. What do you guys, yeah. What do you think of the idea of them actually bringing back the Mandarin and the actual Mandarin this time after teasing it in Iron you Man? Know, I, I was wondering when they were going to get around to it, to be honest, because like, I think we even talked about this with the Keanu thing. It's like the Mandarin has, like, there was the little, the Ben Kingsley fake out. There was the Marvel short where you find out that there is a Mandarin. Yeah, that's very displeased with with him being portrayed <laughs> yeah. thusly. Yeah, and I was always wondering if that was just meant to be like a little a little Easter egg teaser, or if they were ever going to get to it. The fact that and when they announced it was Shang Chi and the uh, and the Ten Rings, I was like, okay, but are they going to actually do this? And then they announced the Mandarin, and I was like, oh god, this is going to be phenomenal. I just i i don't I don't know what to expect with this film, and it makes me so happy. Like I, I know Chang Shi just a bit, but like having him against Mandarin, oh, 
especially Mandarin, him being such like the the prominent villain for like Iron Man and stuff. And seeing a, and that, I lo- I like the fact they waited till after Iron Man is gone, retired before they brought the Mandarin in. Yeah, for sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts before we move on? No, no, no. I don't know anything about that superhero, but I'm very excited. <laughs> He's like I, said, like I said, when it was announced, Tony Long was on. I was, you know, because like, you know, I know like, you know, Asian actors are so underrepresented in Hollywood and that, uh, but yeah. like, Hit the film, the diverse films that guy has done, especially with Wong Kar Wai and that um, Ang Lee. Uh, if anybody has a chance to see Lust Caution, please do it. It's yeah. one of the finest performances you'll ever see. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, um, the, ne- the next thing on the slate is the Disney Plus series WandaVision, which they say is post Endgame, but Paul Bettany doesn't know how he comes back. So, <laughs> so you know, there's, there's it's all up in the air. There's nothing we we really can talk about. Does that character come back in the comics though? He doesn't really. He he sort of is always around. He doesn't really die. Yeah. So that that was sort of for the movies. Well, yeah. I mean, the ultimately, Vision's a, an AI. So yeah. I mean, as long oh, as okay. they as long as they can, and that's even in uh, uh, Infinity War. Infinity War, yeah. Uh, Siri was well, it was trying to back up Vision's memory as he was yeah. fighting and to try to save it. So, I mean, that's, I think we talked about this a while ago. It's the, yeah. We have a fan theory about that. That, you know, you know as long as it was left in Wakanda and that. Yeah. yeah. But if they re- if if his consciousness is still active as in a Jarvis type form, that he can be brought back, and whether he's the same vision that he was beforehand or not remains to be seen. But you know that minus would, the mind stone. So I'm wondering, like, what kind of character would he be? Because the mind stone gave him all those powers, right? Yeah, yeah. but yeah, you know, was, yeah. he could always have the Iron Man powers. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll, yeah. See. we'll see when it comes to. Yeah, we'll see. It's. <laughs> It's intriguing yeah. enough, and the fact that we know that that Bettany is back is definitely interesting. So that yeah, be- and, and Olsen, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that that series leads into Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and this is apparently the first straight up horror film mm-hmm. in the Marvel universe. And obviously, like I pre- I just said, uh, Elizabeth Olsen is back as Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. So you have to wonder, like Scarlet Witch has done a lot in the Marvel universe causing dimensional shifts. Mm-hmm. So with this multiverse of madness, you got to figure is she okay. part of it? Cause the whole, um, what was the M, um, house of M house of M was because of her going sort of cuckoo mm-hmm. and splitting everything. Um, but here's so, the fun part. Do you remember why she went cuckoo and split everything? Wasn't it cause vision died? Yup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what started the whole thing was vision was vision dying. And then she, her consciousness or her, her, sanity started to slip so she started to alter reality to give herself a happy ending and then yeah. it, it took them comic continuity wise two years before they realized that she'd been changing stuff significantly oh this is exciting she noticed that they the titles of these films get better and better like yeah. dr strange in the multiverse of madness that's straight up a comic book title but it sounds oh, like such an awesome yeah. film yeah. as well Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're just like, oh man. Um, the first film's director, Scott Derrickson, is back. So we know that there's going to be some sort of uh, continuity that way. So it'll look at least, it'll have the same feel as the first film. Oh, yeah. I, I, really, I really like the first one, too. Yeah. So. Yeah, but, yeah. Like visually, like he could go, just go nuts in this sequel and that. You know, if, if we thought like the whole like Doctor Strange slipping into his own eye yeah. was, uh, was bad enough. Yeah. I remember talking about it uh, when it first came out and I wanted it to be more strange, like the older. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Doctor Strange movies or Doctor movies, the comics. This just the sound of it makes it sound like they're gonna go that way, and that just makes me happy. Oh yeah, a friend of mine once posted that he's like, it, it, unless they have E equals MC square, like you know, just floating in in, in space. There, I'm not going to see it. <laughs> there's, a, there's a there's one of those uh time things uh, the the um, just flipping in the background. Yeah. Uh, square and eye just blinking. <laughs> Changing the green. Yeah. Oh man. No, I think it, this one definitely opens up a lot of possibility for bringing in, uh, I think we talked about this a while ago at some point, but bringing in different Dr. Strange villains like nightmare or whatnot. It, it opens up a whole world of possibility for yeah. opponents, yeah. for characters, interactions. It's going to, I think it's going to be a phenomenal outing. Who knows? It could even be Scarlet witch being the villain in that. Mm-hmm. We don't know. It's it's it it's so much it's so up in the air. Yeah. Um, the next four projects are there, there's not much too much um, we know about it, but we'll still touch upon it. The next thing is for, in spring 2021, and that's the Loki series. Um, we find out that this is based on the Loki that disappears in 2012. Mm-hmm. 2012? Yeah, 2012. Yeah. So yeah. with with the Tesseract, right? With the yes. Tesseract. So there's, <laughs> there's a lot that that can happen with that. Uh, it's it's neat. Like they've they've shown some key art with him in world war one and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. we know he's just going to be jumping all over the place. That's going to be awesome. I know yeah. I, I get, I'm getting a, just from what they were talking about, it would be kind of interesting to see if they almost take like a weird quantum leap route with it where he's, <laughs> he doesn't, he can't control the Tesseract, but he has it. So he just kind of bounces around time and has to try to fix stuff to get himself back to wherever he needs to be. Could mm-hmm. be a very entertaining, like darkly comedic sci-fi ish type series. Yeah, yeah. Um, the next series is probably one of my f- most excited projects, and it's the What If series for Disney Plus. You're not excited for this? I I'm real concerned about it because I don't know what, if anything, they can really do with it. Yeah, um, I, I always like the What If series. Oh, no, they can they can do whatever, but it's like you know what I mean. Like it's very odd because to really do a What If, it's always the What If this thing happen differently but it's always like would it just be a bunch of one-offs it would have to be it's an animated series so you know it's going to be different oh is it it animated yeah it's animated i'm not concerned about it anymore then so basically jeffrey wright is playing the the watcher yeah and he's going to narrate every episode so it's going to be him sort of talking about so what happens if captain america was actually a hydra agent well because that's Mm -hmm. the the concern i had was that usually what ifs are all based off previous events and with all those actors being retired it's kind of difficult for them to stay in shape for like a one-off tv episode if it's Mm -hmm. all animated they can call in downey and evans and all them to do the voiceovers for one-offs i think it'll be fantastic now that i didn't know it was animated that's what concerned me was that it was like how are you going to do this live action and have it sustainable animated brilliant yeah, the, they announced the cast, or at least partial cast, and it's Chris Hemsworth, Michael mm-hmm. B. Jordan, Josh Brolin, Sebastian Stan, Mark yeah. Ruffalo, Haley Atwell, Jeremy yeah. Renner, Karen Gillan, Michael Douglas, Jeff Goldblum, and more. So they're bringing, yeah, they're going to bring yeah, everybody. Wow. Perfect. <laughs> so, yeah, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So just, excited now. They brought, yeah, back, had a, they brought back Michael B. Jordan. I'm happy because that means they're doing a Killmonger. What if? Oh, Michael Rooker. I miss Chris Sullivan. Oh. Uh, Toby Jones. It'll be fantastic. Yeah, it's going to be a great. We get to see him as a Cree battle slave. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Like Ooh. Natalie Portman. Yeah, yeah, everyone's apparently coming back to for what if. That's they all fantastic. had a writer in the contract that says you need to be available if we call you to, to do a yeah. voice. Yeah. Steve is showing us classic uh, graphic yeah. novels. From is that, is that a collection, Steve, or is that just the one off of that? It's, it's a collection. collection. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, cool. Man. Um, Steve, uh, Steve has a little bit of a throat thing, so he's sort of 
sort of uh, visually telling us to say things on his behalf. What's that? You don't like fried chicken anymore? That seems weird. What? <laughs> <laughs> what a change, man. But he's, <laughs> but he's flipping birds anyways. That's so weird. <laughs> Dying oh. over here. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't want to do Thor next, even though I know it's going to be the next project. I want to talk about Hawkeye first. Yes. Because yes. Thor has a lot, a lot, a lot more. Mm, yeah. yeah. More info about that than most of the other things. Um, mm-hmm. Hawkeye is going to be um, about, uh, he's going to be training Kate Bishop and he's going to be talking about his time as Ronan and he's sort of going to try to, you know, not sort of um, own up to what he did as Ronan in that blip time. Yeah, um, I think the idea is really good. The logo that they're using is from one of my favorite runs of Hawkeye. Yes. So I saw that, and I was right away. I was like, "Oh, this is going to be well done." Um, who knows what? He, maybe he'll turn into Agent Hawkeye or Agent uh, Barton. That would be amazing if that keeps mm-hmm. going because I love Hawkeye as a character. Um, so which which run was that? Uh, that with the title reference? So, uh, the two thousand and twelve or something. Yeah, I I don't even I remember which. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head. It was it uh, was the, one of the late, more recent runs. Yeah, if I could remember right now, it was the run that came out right after Thor. Uh, shortly after Thor, because everyone um, was like, "Oh, Hawkeye, he's cool." It's the Mac, Matt Matt um, Matt Fraction one. That Hawkeye, that run. Let me. Uh, my life as a weapon. Mm-hmm. That one. So that was 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a good run. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's nothing much more to say about that. Kate Bishop's going to be a really important person we know for future Marvel um, properties mm-hmm. because she is the next Hawkeye and yeah. I could see her being in the next Avengers. Um, the final project that they've announced, um, at least part of phase four is Thor love and thunder. Yeah. is coming back to direct. Um, so is, uh, and Chris Hemsworth is back as Thor, Odin's mm-hmm. son. Uh, we get Tessa Thompson back as Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. And we get Natalie Portman back as Jane. <laughs> Best thing that they announced was that this is going to take, this is going to um, follow the storyline where Jane takes up Mjolnir and becomes the mighty Thor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which is such so a cool. good um, storyline. Um, yeah. Has, have you guys read it? Now, it's um, a good storyline. It's, it's, I was so excited and then I got so upset at the same time. Why? Why? Did you read to the end of that particular story arc? I did. Well, is yeah. this going to be? Sorry, is this going to be the recent storyline of Jane taking up Milnar and that while yeah. also battling terminal cancer? That I assume that. Yeah. Wow. But she okay. came back. She's back now again in the comics. She's Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she got resurrected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, can i add about the graphic art uh that they used in that it had this throwback quality to like er- early 80s like fantasy films yeah. like, like maybe beastmaster yeah. or flash cool. gordon yeah. yeah the thor logos have been increasingly getting cooler and cooler yeah. oh I, like with I, ragnarok and then just from there yeah. i thought yeah. ragnarok would have been wouldn't be beat but love and thunder oh, yeah. better but again it's, <laughs> it's, awesome. it's taika and he gets he gets the movies that he's making it's and he true. understands what it is he, he needs to make, and he's very good at what he does. Sorry, Akira fans. You're going to have to wait a little bit longer for the live-action Akira. But that's Ooh. okay. He was the reason... He t- they, I remember they interviewed him. They said the reason he took on Love and Thunder is because he'd been waiting for the studio to greenlight a whole bunch of stuff, and then he got tired of waiting. So he's like, yeah. I'm going to take this project. I'm going to have way more fun. With. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um, the, um, oh, man. What, 
what else to talk about for Thor? Um, they're actually going to bring in um, Valkyrie's um, LGBTQ part of their personality. Not yeah. personality. Yeah, we already, we already. She's looking that. for a queen, which is, I think is cool for um, for Asgard. So she'll yeah. be king. Find her queen. Um, I also I also like the fact that when they were talking with uh, Natalie Portman about it, she said that they had actually p- part of her condition of of sticking around was that they were going to do that, and they told her years ago that that was the the intent was to bring Jane back to do this. So like th- the fact that they did that made me very happy because I remember when we saw uh, Endgame, we commented on the fact that Natalie Portman showed up again, and we were all very surprised. But now yeah. knowing that she was there for a reason makes it even better. Especially since there was so much um, animosity after Dark World because of all that director stuff. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm glad that she's back. She's a wonderful mm-hmm. actress. So mm-hmm. oh, her. She was good. I thought she was fine as Jane. I looked yeah, totally. at her too. But also, I, I love the fact that they're doing that in there and they're still pursuing the, uh, you know, again, like with the, the A Force teaser in Endgame, the fact that they're still pursuing, you know, strong female led heroes and. Who better than having Natalie Portman take up the mantle of Thor? I think that's going to be amazing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, uh, Kevin Feige um, at the end of the of the panel said that there are a bunch of projects not in Phase Four that they have that they haven't even talked about. Shows talked about it earlier. Fantastic Four, Black Panther Two, Captain Marvel Two, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. These are all confirmed mm-hmm. uh, projects that they're working for. But the big surprise was that they cast um, Blade. Uh, Mahershala Ali, yeah, cool, cool. as the next Blade, and he's the one who actually called up Kevin Feige. He's like, "I want to be Blade," <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Wait, can we do that? Can we call him right now?" <laughs> and he's like, "All right, I, yeah, yeah, you can be Blade." Yeah, not? the last one went a little bit crazy. So as long as you you're cool, it's it's, it's fine with us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, poor you, about this? But you know what? This is the the one thing about this, and this is I never thought I would say this, but it's this is the one instance where I'm very glad they didn't incorporate the Netflix series into the proper continuity of yeah, Marvel. Yeah, because he was Cottonmouth. Eh? He was Cottonmouth. He was the For best the part of, the, of that series. Yeah, I know. And Jeez. phenomenal is that role. So I can only imagine what he's going to do with Blade. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Um, I look forward to them uh, fully incorporating more of the mythic stuff in, um, in the MCU. So that's that's awesome. Well, and doubly so, because again, they don't have to worry about doing an origin story because everyone remembers Blade because it was all out in the last 15 years and they're very easy movies to find. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it for any any final thoughts on the MCU? I'm, we're all thumbs up. There's no way. There's yeah. no thumbs down right now. Going back to this, I want I want Disney Plus, right? Yeah, Yeah, Disney Plus. Um, Fantastic Four is exciting that he actually said that it's coming. Yeah. So if they can make that into like their Incredibles, I'm I'd be happy. And he also said that you know we don't even have time to talk about the X Men right now. So yeah, yeah, the mutants that as well. We don't have time to talk about the mutants. You're right. He didn't say X Men. He said we don't have time to talk about the mutants. So exciting, exciting. All right, so uh, there's a qu- question for you guys about these series, though, mm-hmm. like these uh, WandaVision, Loki, Hawkeye. Are, are we thinking we're just going to get like, you know, just a, a set of, you know, eight to 10 episodes, and that's going to be it? Or could these be things that are season one, season two, you know, Falcon, they, Falcon and Winter Soldier season two? Season I have three. a feeling that they'll definitely do an initial run with these to tie into whatever... Uh, cinematic property that they had that planned for because like they said like WandaVision and Doctor Strange are going to tie in together there's going to be direct correlations to the movie franchises I think yeah. if there's enough traction with the series that they're successful 
I think they definitely could keep them going for a while because you have these guys under contract and why not right and yeah. part of the trick is when you have that many actors under contract you, you got to give them work and you can't make yeah. them wait around because they, they realistically with exclusive contracts like that they can't really do a lot of other stuff unless it fits in with the mar like the marvel stuff so mm. what better way to do it than to give you know do the shows and keep them working there so that they're making money because ultimately it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm Falcon and I do a movie every three years, but I can't really do anything other than that in case they need me for something else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you can't really work and they can't just be paying them to not do anything. So it's, it's good to see that they're making use of the talent that they have. Yeah. And they right. said that these, these series are directly um, like they affect the movies and the movies will affect them. And they're sort of yeah. there to sort of be the co-companion. Like if you mm -hmm. notice the black widow and Falcon and the winter soldier are coming out around the same time. Yeah. Like, they're both spy base, right? So mm -hmm. you know, there's going to be some crossover mm -hmm. one division and obviously Dr. Strange, like we just said, and then Loki and what if is pretty much the, <laughs> they are Loki is sort of the, what if Yeah, what if you got the Tesseract? Um, mm -hmm. So it's sort of interesting to see those types of things. Um, yeah. Any final thoughts on the MCU before we go into our honorable mentions? Bring it on. <laughs> yep. I think it's going to, you know, they're, they're definitely on the right, on the right track with phase four and the start of phase five. So I can't wait to see where they're going with it. Yes. I cannot wait. Um, so let's do an honorable mention. Hawk, why don't you go first with any, if you do have one, I'm trying to if not, that. just, just we'll move on. Um, probably no. The other, the only other trailer was like it too. Yeah, that was yeah. a good trailer. It looked oh, good. It was fantastic. Not spoilery at all, Stephen. If you're interested in watching it, not it's not spoilery. Uh, if you read the book, you'll notice a couple scenes from it. A couple scenes, but yeah. you know, for the most part, you know, you know, I, that's the movie I'm I'm most excited for this fall. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, shows. It it wasn't part of Comic Con, but. Uh, they they just announced the trailer for uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor, <clears throat> which yeah. melted my heart. And I'm super excited about that. It's the Mr. Rogers uh, movie with Tom Hanks. Yeah. It does look wonderful. And uh, I just, yeah, it looks it, delightful. So, so excited for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I'm surprised you didn't say that they released the first photo from Star Trek Lower Decks. Um, <laughs> I, 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 want, I don't want just a photo, though. I, I, I glanced at it and I was like, Give me like at least a little. It's an animated thing. Give me a little trailer or something. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they're that far, but they did uh, announce some of the voice cast. If that, yeah, they got some voice cast in there. Jerry O'Connell needs some work. Anyway, um, uh, Matt Moore. Um, you know, I'll I will give Steve's shout out on this because I was just scanning through that. Uh, there was the Watchmen trailer. Yep. Yeah. Oh, released, yeah. That was, was great. Awesome. That, that that the way that they um start are spinning the. The comic book, and I don't know if they're using the series afterwards. I think they are back. using. I, I got the impression they're using some of the prequel series as well, too, which is That's so cool. weird. I like the idea that they're they're masking the the cops because of the masked vigilantes. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah. they're they're going off on each other, and there's this sort of this um they're one upping each other, and that's sort of yeah. there's that that's. It's very Watchmen themed. Yeah, and that, I, th I think it definitively has potential. I am still very intrigued. Yes, yeah. um, I'm more intrigued after that trailer than anything I've seen before. Yeah. I mean, it, it'd be nice to, and hopefully they actually have a plan with that series, so it doesn't go the route of other HBO series that kind of flounder <laughs> after the first few seasons. Fair and, enough. And then the creators run and hide from their panel because they're scared of the public. <laughs> <laughs> actually, yeah, 
yet yeah, yeah <laughs> calling them right out when you can't see yeah. the panel <laughs> oh yeah, right yeah, yeah. yelled at by your fans D. oh man i can't believe they canceled two days before oh That's, i uh, totally and can. with a bullshit excuse right yeah production I can, woes i can entirely see that happening they would probably realize they were going to get ripped to shreds by everyone in that room and they decided eh, it's yeah. not worth it for what they're going to be paying us at least the two cast members that canned um, were actually filming at the time. They couldn't leave. Yeah. So, whatever. Um, any other ones, Matt? Um, it's not really so much an a, a honorable mention as just a, as, a, as a sad moment of silence for uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, yeah. Because that was the other announced at the tail end of the Marvel where they also said that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. will be, will be done after Season 7. And then they showed that uh, trailer, which looks really epic. Uh, hopefully... Yeah. It's good. I haven't seen the season or last season, so I still it's, have to catch uh, up. It's it, it's it's time. Yeah, it's time. To I end. mean, it's and that was the thing. A Shield was one of the few shows that, as much as it still tried to follow the continuity of the films, it was doing its own thing. It's it's time. Yeah, it, it got really, a seven season run on ABC, exactly. which is impressive. Yeah, yeah it's huge. They were yeah, supposed yeah. to end after season five. Yeah, I thought the finale at five was really good. It um, was. At least it so, felt fit well. So fingers crossed that Clark Gregg will make his, his epic return. Hmm. I have a couple um, honorable mentions. Unless Steve wants to go, do you want anything, Steve? No, you're good. I, I've got another one if, uh, if I can squeeze one in real quick. Okay, squeeze it in. Squeeze it in. <laughs> okay. Um, the Orville um, is moving to Hulu. And I'm a little concerned about that because, well, there's two sides to this. Like any getting any sci-fi series away from Fox before they can ruin it is probably a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, True. Right. Um, but putting a, a, a show that was available on sort of network TV and, and putting that into a paid streaming service and thinking you're going to keep the same audience numbers. Well, um, a paid streaming service that you can't get in Canada either. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it'll probably be just like Star Trek Discovery. We'll probably get it on space in Canada or something like that. Yeah. But, but our um, numbers won't count. So it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. No, <laughs> exactly. But we're not going to get any new Orville until, like, I think they said fall 2020. Fall 2020. Yeah. Uh, so they said that like yeah. a long time before more Orville. They mm -hmm. said that the production and the special effects for the season were so hard that they didn't want to rush it. Um, and because Orville is a mid season replacement, they wouldn't make that time. Yeah. Um, so instead of them getting canned, they decided to move it to the streaming, which I think is all right. Well, it um, makes, I, mean, I, do, I, I understand with the numbers, that's going to suck. Yeah. They don't but, it, but the flip side is at the same time, like with network, I mean, they sort of say, this is the budget we have for that show. That's what you have. You have to work with it. With streaming, if the show's got the numbers and it's got the following, there's a potential for them to have more money invested into it and get more yeah. traction with it. So it could be beneficial for them as opposed yeah. to... Yeah. Fox being like, ah, this is getting expensive. We're going to cancel it because we don't really want yep. to hear anyway. I, I, th I think Orville's one of the few shows that made them money on Fox. So, yeah, know, there's that. So all the more reason for them to sell it off. Yep. And, and Hulu is owned by, by Disney, them. right? Yeah, it, yeah. It's owned by Fox and Disney, or I guess Disney, Disney now. both of them. Mm. So yeah. it's not much hands that are switching. Um, mm -hmm. I have a couple small ones. Um, the CW announced a couple of their um, things for Crisis. Oh, yeah. They're, mm -hmm. they're special. The one, <laughs> there are two from that. One is that Burt Ward is joining that episode or mm -hmm. that crossover oh, no. couple episodes. So that's going to be interesting seeing. Hopefully, he's not strapping on the Robin tights. Oh, you never know. <laughs> oh that'd be gross. Um, well, yeah, you never know. Um, and the other, <laughs> yeah, the other thing is that uh, Brandon Routh is going to return as Superman. Mm -hmm. and, um, 
not just him as as the Adam dressed up as Superman, but he's also playing the Adam and his 2006 Superman in this so yeah. from a different universe. And that's just that's amazing. He deserves that. He was mm-hmm. the, the one of the good things of that movie. Superman. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also got a new DuckTales uh, trailer for yeah. season two, and we noticed uh, they announced that a bunch more of the Disney afternoon characters are going to show up on there. They have uh, Rescue Rangers, um, mm-hmm. Goofy, but Goofy from Goof Troop, Goofy, mm-hmm. apparently is going to show up, and then oh, also really? Yeah. yeah. So if you guys haven't seen the first season of DuckTales, it's wonderful watching yeah. the kids. Um, they actually introduced um, Darkwing Duck in the first season, and the way they did it is brilliant because I don't know if you remember the original continuity, but um, they were they weren't really in the same universe, mm-hmm. DuckTales and um, Darkwing Duck, even though they shared a common character. Mm-hmm. That's all I can talk about that because I don't want to go into it more. Uh, yeah. They also showed the full trailer for HBO and BBC's um, His Dark Materials. Mm, yeah, It looks really good compared to what we got with The Golden Compass a number of years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Yeah. Fans of that uh, series. Not familiar with the books or anything like that. So uh, I, I remember seeing the Golden Compass and going, Ugh. "Yeah, yeah." So this yeah. is this is much better. Plus, it has Lin Manuel Miranda in it. Yeah, and Daphne Keene. And Daphne Keene. Yeah. yeah. Um, two more things. Uh, we got the first full trailer for Snowpiercer, mm-hmm. which is the TBS series based on the comic book. Um, it has David Diggs again, Hamilton. Um, so mm-hmm. you know that looks sort of neat. Um, I don't, I don't yeah i'm a little you know i think the movie kind of perfectly encapsulated the entire thing in that right. so i'm not sure what I, the series is going to bring to the table i agree i never read the comics because it was in french and mm-hmm. i don't think i ever found a translation of it so we'll we'll find out um and the last thing is they release the full trailer for the third season of westworld mm-hmm. which looks Ooh, i haven't watched it yet oh fuck oh. Have you seen the second season of Voice World? I I did. I have to rewatch it because I watched it and that was like, there's. I'm not, I'm not sure what's going on. There's so much happening in the third season in mm-hmm. the third trailer, and seeing Aaron Paul join the cast is just yeah amazing. Um, yeah, but, yeah. The androids tackling the outside world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and it looks like there's a war between them. Uh, yeah. I don't want to go. Wait, you watch it anyway. It's gonna be good. So what do we think of uh, SDCC overall? Good this year or not as exciting as last year? Definitely a lot of really exciting things coming down the pipeline. Yeah. Very exciting things. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it too. And let's throw it out to our listeners. What did you guys think of SDCC uh, 2019? Did we miss any big announcements? Why don't you send us an email? Contact us on our social medias. Get a hold of us somehow. Pull us off the street. We're walking around places, I'm sure. Keep your eyes open for the poll that Eric's going to put up. Yeah, and don't forget. <laughs> of, yeah, don't forget about the poll for Matt Moore and ha- his uh, drunken, drunken commentary for cats. Uh, I did not say drunken. I said. Oh my bad. So his angry, angry yeah. <laughs> commentary. Maybe happy. Dude, possibly. Do, like, I will oh. do that 100% stone cold sober just so that's an honest reaction. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I don't so, want to see that. <laughs> so thank you guys. Thanks, Joe's Hawk, Matt Moore, and the silent Steve for coming online. Um, thumbs up from everyone, especially th- Steve. Yeah. Uh, and thank you guys for listening to us, and we shall talk to you guys soon. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. 
And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Check out our pics on Instagram at geekswithkids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.